What are your first thoughts when you wake up? Gosh, it's another day. I, I get another day. I'm blessed. This is amazing. But even if you're not amazing, you know, you can say I'm sick, but I'm getting well. I'm broke, but but I'm learning new skills to get rich. I'm in debt, but I'm paying it off. There's always ways to look at it. Well, hello, Joy Starters. Hope you're having the best day. So excited for me to be here with you yet again. And just want to say thank you again for making this podcast top 10% in the world. And I do it for you. We, I do it to share with you, to connect with you, to bond with you, to do all the things with you. It's all for you. And very soon, we're going to be putting out questions on topics you want me to cover, questions, listener questions, if you want your name included or not included. We'll be doing that in the near future. So just want to give you something to marinate on this morning. I, um, this morning, was making my coffee, and I don't know about you, when I travel, there are certain things that I love to bring back. I mean, I gotta go to the gift shop. You probably heard me say this in a podcast before or live or somewhere speaking. I gotta go to the gift shop and I'm gonna get a Christmas ornament usually. I'm gonna get a coffee mug. I am going to get, a. used to get hats. Lord, Lord knows, have hats from all over the place. Love hats. I'm a hat girl. I wear so many hats. Truly, literally, and figuratively. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, so... One of the things that I mentioned I loved is coffee cups. And I love coffee cups because I can look at them and say, I was at this place at this time. There's a coffee cup of an old historic home that is out on a plane in Jackson Hole, um, the Elk Refuge. And I can remember, and I always say I'm not going to cry, but I don't apologize for my emotions because... I'm grateful I can cry and express. And even my marketing maven and friend Kim said, "You, all, I giggle at you because you always say you're not going to cry. And then you cry. But I can look at this coffee cup and I can be instantly transported back to a moment in time. I can smell my mama. I can hug her. I can see us walking through that house. And it's glorious. It's absolutely glorious. And so some of my other coffee cups are not necessarily from a place, but they say things on them. And I'm grabbing myself a tissue. <laughs> they say things on them. And so um, one of the, co- the coffee cup that I had this morning to have my tea out of said spread joy. And with this whole Joy Starters movement, with the book Relentless Joy, with everything that is going on, I just love it. And I've been encouraging people and I've been teaching on this for years and years to get the journal, put it on your bedside table, and to make a note of what you are saying to yourself and to the world, what you're saying to yourself, not before you get out into the world, for 30 days. What are your first thoughts when you wake up? Gosh, it's another day. I I get another day. I'm blessed. This is amazing. But even if you're not amazing, my mom used to call it stinking thinking. You know, I'd, I'd be sick and and she would, you know, I'd say, oh, I'm so sick. And she'd say, stop giving the devil his due. She'd say, you know, you can say I'm sick, but I'm getting well. I'm broke, but but I'm learning new skills to get rich. I'm, I'm in debt, but I'm paying it off. I'm, I've got a plan. I'm single, but I'm dating myself. You know, there's, there's always ways to look at it. So I just want to remind you, Joy Starters, that even the messages on coffee cups affect it. There's a study, too. There have been studies, like if you, you know, talks about talking nicely to plants, like, how they respond to that and grow to that are animals. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you also um, be included in that? Think about it. Conversely, if we had a coffee 
um, if we had a whole a section and coffee cups that said, you suck, you're a loser, you stink, you're ugly, today's a failure, you're going to screw up, you are a screw up, any negative thing, imagine, just imagine, look at me go here, just imagine what that would do to you, how that would set your day, how that would imprint on your mind. Now, if that's the case, you know that to be true for the negative, then you, we know that the positive is true. Spread joy. You're gorgeous. Cool mom. Princess for my bonus daughter. These are some of the things. Self-love. My friend Holly gave me that one that are in my cabinet. And my friend, my dear friend Elizabeth from the Rio Grande Valley. I love you, Elizabeth. Just gave me one with scripture on it. Some of my favorite scripture from Isaiah. These things matter. So I'm just challenging you today to be thoughtful of what you got on your coffee cup <laughs> and uh, and to write down for 30 days the first thoughts that you have when you get up out of the bed because it is important, okay? So um, I am off the road for a while. I'm off the road for a while um, to get ready for the book launch, which is happening, y'all. We are We are just a few months away, June 20th. And I am having so much fun. Let me, let me kind of walk you through a couple of things that, that have happened lately because I like to pull back the curtain on this podcast and kind of show with you with some of the, the things that happen behind the scenes. And, and one of those things is planning a book launch. And you can, you can have a book and you can publish it and it can come out and you can make a few posts about it and that be that and boom, there you go. But we have a, a, a have a book company, Ravel and Baker Publishing and Baker Books, and they're amazing. Their team, and they don't want me just to put out a book and put out a few social media posts. They want it to do well, just like I want it to do well. Um, I have goals and dreams for the book, and really, it's to touch and affect people. Um, I have sales goals and things of that nature, but it's really to touch and affect people. So, what I'm saying is, is that the book launch is largely determined on what I do, what. My team at I'm Changing the Narrative does, the people that are behind me and what my publishing company does, but it's really largely driven by me, okay? How much do I want to do? What do I want to do? And a couple of weeks ago, I would say, I had some of those moments where you wake up in the middle of the night and you start sweating like, oh, am I too late? Have I done this? Have I done that? And, and none of it was true. It was anxiety because, you know, fear will lie to you and feelings will lie to you a lot of times. And I, I woke up and I was worried and I was like, ah, 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 and, um, and I had nothing to worry about because we are doing the dang thing. And just over the past two weeks, we have another book meeting today, but just over the past two weeks, um, I have <laughs> so cool. And, um, when things like this happen to me, I just look up and go, I know that was you, God. I know that was you, but I had a dear friend of mine. She's just come into my life. I say she's a dear friend, but I already feel that strongly about her. Lee Burgess, she has a podcast and I did her podcast. She is a high level executive. She's a coach and she does something called the bowl table. And so within one week, I go downtown to my, my, where I live and I talk to a bookstore and they, and met somebody in there and they said, sure, on Saturdays, we have, after the farmer's market, this very vibrant old city, Amelia Island, we have where you can set up a table and you can meet and greet and, and talk to people and sign books and those things. I said, okay, that's great. Well, then right around that time, my friend Lee calls and says, 
I'm going to have a bowl table in Nashville, where I used to live, where I still have people that are like my family, where people that I absolutely love. And she says, we want you to be our guest of honor. And I want to buy books for everybody at that bowl table. And I was like, what? Like, what? Are you kidding me? So there's two book events right there. And then I walked into another amazing bookstore, community bookstore here where I live, and I met somebody yesterday and I'm working on a luncheon. They do luncheons there. How cool is that? Then my friends that are the oldest and and dearest, I would say, some of the oldest and dearest to me in Columbus, Georgia, are helping me um, bandy around an idea of either being in a library or um, some sort of like pop-up shop. We're trying to figure that out. And then also... The Sunday after the book comes out, I'll be back at the Love Lady in Birmingham, Alabama, which I've been the Love Lady giving my testimony for 10 years, y'all, from the guttermost to the uttermost. And so that, instead of doing my testimony that night, it'll be a book reading slash testimony. And we're going to invite people. And we are also going to, and I'm looking for sponsors, people that want to help me give a copy to each one of these women um, at the, um, at the love lady. And there could be three to 400 women there that are coming out of abuse, abandonment, um, drugs, jail, prostitution, all of it. And it's a whole way house where women can come with their children and learn and get an education, get job skills and get them some Jesus and get back up on their feet. And so if that's you and you want to make a tax deductible donation to get these books, please send me an email, jump on our newsletter, go to either one of our websites and um, just send me an email, but I'm doing that. And so what I'm saying is, is just, just with a little action, right? Jensen Franklin, my old preacher in Atlanta, Georgia at Free Chapel says, with just a little faith, look what you can do with a little faith. And I say a little action, look what's happening here. Already one, two, um, three events, about to be a fourth locked in, working on a fifth and working on a sixth and a seventh. I have another friend named Pam and in Kentucky and that I want to talk to you about an event and an event in Dallas because there's a chapter about Dak Prescott and potentially a, 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 uh, an event in Phoenix um, with my friend Tiffany and Tia maybe and so and the Border Patrol and then also Texas and and Wisconsin. I even dreamed of going back to Wisconsin because I just went to Wisconsin. I just went to Wisconsin and had the most amazing day last week and I am going to cry again. People ask me, and I just had somebody ask me yesterday, shout out to Stacia, um, asked me yesterday, what is your favorite group to speak to? Do you still, are you still, you know, do you still love the college athletes? And what's your favorite group you speak to? Because this past year, particularly, I have so big um, branched out. And we, I'm also working with other speakers to train them, to get them up and going so that we have a true speaker collective. And if that's something that you want to do, drop me an email, or if you just want to communicate better, I'm going to be leading a very, very intimate group in April and May of people. It's not a course, it's me. It's time with me. And um, and so if you have a dream in your heart, you want to be a better communicator, you want to be a speaker, drop me an email. I'll be releasing some details on that soon. But Stacia said to me, um, what is your favorite group to speak to? And I said, here's the real honest part of it, is all of them. A college athlete speaks to a part of my heart that um, that is different than a high school. And I was just at Tuscaloosa County High School, and I love everybody there. Like from the bottom of my heart, they filled my cup. 
It's amazing. I was just back at Kansas, had been there two years before, and I said, I said, it was, you know, speaking on um, about the people that spoke to the winner in you before you were winning. And I was there two years ago when Leipold first got there, and I spoke to the winner in them before they started winning and taking the nation by storm. And I said that in the video. If you haven't seen the video they put out, oh, it's amazing. It's so good. Um, their radio department is just, the marketing department is stunning. And so Kansas was another amazing stop. And then I was with Border Patrol um, in two different sectors and in February in Rio Grande Valley and, and Yuma. And, and I just have a, such a special place in my heart for Border Patrol and all the people that work within those ranks and in different jobs and different responsibilities. And um, whew, and I was also, and I was at a K through five school with babies, y'all, with babies. We danced. We talked about joy. We talked about what is joy? How do we spread joy? And how, what do we do if, if we see somebody hurting? What do we do if we've hurt somebody? And they would scream out and they would scream out their answers. And we started the, the whole deal by dancing. Shout out to Principal Connie, who let us dance, let the kids dance. And we danced for like a minute to Justin Timberlake, Can't Stop the Feeling. And these kids, if you haven't seen it again, it's on my socials. These kids just um, stole my heart. And then at the very end of it, the, um, at the very end of it, this little boy raised his hand and said, can we dance to go out? And so we danced again, right? And then I end this about two and a half month run from the end of January to the, to mid-March. And I end it with going to a Wisconsin Women's Builder Conference, okay? Build X. And I was supposed to be there, um, in years previous, but COVID and life and those things. And shout out to Chad and Lisa. And so I was um, the keynote speaker there um, in midday to, to kick it off. And um, it was nothing short of miraculous. It was nothing short of miraculous. These women, I get it. I identify with them. I, um, being a woman in a man's world, we talked about being a queen. We talked about forgiveness. We talked about, we do this exercise lately and I'm changing the narrative where I get you to open up your phone. You can do it with me right now. And it is send a text to somebody just right off the top of your head that says, I don't need anything. I just want to tell you blank. I don't need anything. I just want to tell you blank. I don't need anything. I just want to tell you thank you. I don't need anything. I just want to tell you I love you. I don't need anything. I just want to tell you you rock my world. I don't need anything. You just want to tell you you're beautiful. I don't need anything. I just want to tell you you looked great last night in that red dress. You know, like whatever it is, right? Whoever it is. And so we've been doing that. We did that. Um, we went through, you know, five things you love about yourself. We went, you know, what's your, what's your platform? What are you doing with it? We had some homework. I call it soul homework and exercises. And, and, um, I spent right about an hour with them, an hour and five minutes. And, and truthfully, I could have been with them like the whole day. It could have been a two day training, which by the way, big shout out to Boone County. I get to go back and do an, a whole day training with them, with their leadership in July. And I'm very thankful to Connie. Krieger for the recommendation, but and also ultimately Patricia Morgan, who kicked the whole thing off um, by bringing me there. And what a neat story that is. You talk about six degrees of separation all coming full circle. And that is the fact that um, I have spoken at Minnesota. PJ Fleck, and you hear me talk about him all the time, and Heather were big, 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 big proponents in my movement and proponents of saying to me, hey, you need many things to speak on. Um, and if you can speak on many different topics, then we'll continue to have you in. 
And that edict, that challenge all those years ago really helped me branch out and be able to speak on many, many different things. And um, and so because of that, um, I was speaking to the Gophers during the pandemic when everybody was at home. And the quarterback at that time, Tanner Morgan's mom, heard me. And she said, I love that girl. I think I want to be friends with her. And so we became friends. And then now she serves in the movement. And you talk about six degrees of separation. Like, what the hey? What the hey? What the hey? Um, and so it's just so amazing. So here I am. I go to Boone County. And that was the K-5 school. And I stayed in what I believe to be Tanner Morgan's old room. And so you just, the beauty of the full circle-ness, right? The beauty of it, of life is just so amazing when you're open, when you are open. And I also talked to the women in Wisconsin about that, about being open, open to new friends, open to what life has for you, open to experiences, open to that flower that's pushing up through the concrete, open to the child's laughter open to changing your perspective when you're having a bad day. I can almost lately, I'm, I'm doing really good. If I'm having a bad day, I can talk to myself. I can change my perspective and I can get myself out of a rut. And what things I will say is uh, I will say things like this day will never come again. I will never, ever have this day again. I will never smell like I smell today. I'll never smell the things I smell. I'll never see the things that, that I see in the way that I see them today. I will never get this day. The words, the actions, the the weather, the everything, this day, I'll never get it again. And will I waste it or will I use it? And nine times out of 10, I can get myself out of a funk, y'all. I can get myself out of a real funk. And so... These are some of the things that we talked about at Wisconsin about all of these things. And out of it came some messages that just rocked my world. Uh, A woman, I obviously will never reveal names, um, who messaged me and told me that um, she had had suicide uh, within her parents and um, that I had inspired her to think differently and to feel and to go to those places. And, you know, you get messages like that and they just... They just rock your world. They let you know you're doing the right thing. The, we did pictures afterwards, and these women came up, and, and they'd say, I bought the book, or I bought the book for your, my whole, you know, my whole office, or da, da, da. And I'm just like, what? Are you kidding me? You did that for me? Like, you did it? And people joined the Joy Starters Club, and I just shipped out more, um, more journals yesterday. And y'all, so many big things are coming for the Joy Starters Club. And if you like this podcast, I'm going to tell you the Joy Starters Club is, is like our own Patreon. Okay. It's the rest of the story. I give more information, more behind the scenes. We have a chat. We're all chat in, you know, a couple of times a week outside the text messages you get outside of the journal. We have a monthly meeting where we talk about your dreams and your hopes and all of those things. Um, and you do get the, the inspirational text sent to your, to your phone as well and the monthly challenges. But that's kind of the rest of the story in the Joy Starters Club. And these, these women, these queens, they signed up for it. They wanted to get their picture with me afterwards. They sent me messages. They sent me emails and, um, they hugged me and they embraced me and they said, you changed my life. You made me think. You made me feel as my friend. Tim says it played in the NFL with the Titans who now has ALS. You made me think, you made me feel, but I want to go do something with it now. And I shared that within my presentation. Um, I met another present presenter there, Lisa Kay, the everyday gay. And she is just the ball of energy and light, a DEI speaker, a former 
a former school counselor for 12 years, and I just watched her serve and give. She didn't have to do that. Um, was helping people get through the line, welcoming people as they came in. Nobody asked her to do those things, but she did them because she has this light within her that is just amazing. So I, I gave you that whole rundown to say I've gotten to speak to so many different groups lately, and it's just been absolutely amazing. So here is to my Wisconsin builders, my queens in Wisconsin. Know that um, I want to come back and see you. I want to maybe do a book signing in Madison if you guys would. Um, uh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about how we do that. We rehost it. What do we do? I want to gather you all back together. I want to stay in the virtual cocoon that we had that day before I had to fly out um, with an impending storm. They got a huge storm. And I wanted to stay there forever because, again, just to tell you, when I speak to an athlete, it hits a different part of when I speak to a K-5 through group or to when I speak to a group of women. Um, it just all speaks to a different part of me. And my message grows and changes. I'm working with one of my former kings. His name is Rakedrick. And I was telling him yesterday in a text because I'm helping him become a speaker and he's got such a great message. I was telling him, I said, you need to be able to tailor your message to different groups. You know, this message that you have about financial responsibility and how you show up as an athlete and networking and and relationships and all of those things. Like, can you be able to speak that to a 10th grader, an 11th grader, not just a college kid? And so that's the challenge, right? And so that's why I know that I can speak to so many different people because I can tailor my message. I'm not going to speak the same exact verbiage or message to Border Patrol that I am to an athlete, that I am to a uh, a, a child, right? If I ask Border Patrol to get up and dance with me, they might, but they also might look at me like I have four eyeballs. So maybe the longest answer in the in the world, you know, I, I did not land my plane there. I went all over the place. To answer Stacia's question, there is no favorite um, because it all it all pricks a different part of my soul. And um, so I just want to say thank you if you are um, uh, the wildly different um people that I speak to. What do I mean by that? You know, people say in the marketing world or when you're doing courses or you're doing, who's your ideal customer? Who's your ideal avatar? If you've ever bought a course from somebody or done a course with somebody, know that more times than not behind the scenes, they have done their work, their due diligence to figure out who they're marketing to. And I've always said to people, and it's not, and it's it's probably annoyed some people, I don't have an ideal avatar. I really don't. I have some 15, 16, 14-year-old kids in in Tuscaloosa County High School in Jonesboro, Arkansas, who I'm close with, I've gotten messages with that tell me I've changed their world. I have a friend and fan and David in, in Yuma, and I keep using his name at Border Patrol, that is a big, gruff guy on the outside, but inside he is uh, he's so deep and so real and so kind and so amazing, right? And and he's a whole different demographic than than a fourteen year old. I have people in the middle. I have single people and married people and black people and white people and pink people and purple people and brown. You get what I mean. All races, backgrounds, um, and and different people in different walks of their life. And I've always said this with I'm changing the narrative and now relentless joy is. Um, 
if you're six to 96, if you're still breathing, there's still time for you to be who you were created to be. And that's who I speak to. So I just wanted to share all that with you this week and the blessings, the absolute blessings that that I got just from this past week and, and um, really the past, like I said, couple of months being out on the road and now kind of slowing down to get ready for this book event. And if you, if you want to do a book event or be on the book launch team, just drop me an email because we're working on that. I have a meeting today, um, again, to talk with my amazing marketing team, Ravel, Baker Books, my agent, Trinity, at the Bindery, my team, Kim and Abby and Allison. And we're all working together to launch this book please go and buy it. Pre-sales matter. I just got an email yesterday and I'm doing the Carlton or I'm just doing some kind of dance, by the way. And um, I just got an email yesterday that I began narration in April or May. I get to read my own book. Y'all, I could not let anybody else read this book. You hear my voice. You know, I'm a speaker. You know, I'm a communicator. This is what I've, I've done. I've done for my you know, my whole career is communicate, man. I can't let him else read this book. So I'm reading this book. So for those that are not big readers, like put your eyeballs on a page readers, there will be an audible version. You will be able to use that version as well and love it. So pre-sales matter. Please go grab that. And we would love to have you in the Joy Starters Club. We would absolutely love to have you in the Joy Starters Club. It is, again, the extra, the more behind the scenes, the up close and personal, the opportunity to journal and be around other Joy Starters and notice and spread and be joy and start joy. And we have surprises coming for them, shirts, bracelets, and boxes. Yeah, all kinds of cool things. And um if you get in now, you'll be grandfathered in the price before it goes up. So it's probably something you want to do. Joystartersclub.com. No www, just joystartersclub.com. I love you. Um, I am recording this podcast um, while I'm doing some housework. Um, I don't go into a studio. I do a different kind of podcast and I love it and I'm good with it. Maybe one day it'll be fancy and there'll be a studio and there'll be a this and that. But I think you need me authentic and you need me real and you need me um, what I'm thinking and feeling at that moment. And I have been told by many people that is why people love me and why they want my message is because I'm a thousand percent authentically myself. And so I'm standing in a room that we made. Um, we made a living room, a mother-in-law suite in my home. And I want to read you some of the signs that we have on the wall. We have a collage wall. And um, one of the signs says, I am going to make you so proud. Note to self. Another one says, this is a poem by Rocky Balboa, the Rocky movie. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place. And I don't care how tough you are. It'll beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, nobody is going to hit as hard as life, but it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get up and keep moving forward, how much you can take and keep and moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then you go out and you get what you're worth, but you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying, ain't where you want to be because of him, her, or anybody. Cowards do that. That ain't you. You're better than that. So I'll add all of that with some joy and wrap it up. And then there's another one that says, be fearless in pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. And then finally, 
Um, this is a, a Native American painting I have. This says, great spirit, what I fail to see with my eyes, may I have the wisdom to see with my heart and my soul. And that was given to me by my precious mama before she passed away. I've had it for many years. And I think the best maybe it says, this one is the best. It says, pardon the mess. My children are making memories. Um, and I'll give you this last one, just a little inside world on what my my home looks like um, and some of the things that inspire me. I said, look, see, we started this with, with coffee cups, right? Coffee cups that say amazing things. And here I am reading you things that are on my wall. Okay. I do the same thing. I love great art. I, I, I love artists. And I got to do a whole podcast with, uh, to talk about art, but I also love positive messages. And this one's from one of my favorite cities. And it says someone suggested that there's an incomplete part of our chromosomes that gets repaired or found when we hit New Orleans. Some of us just belong here. John Goodman, if you are going to New Orleans, let me give you my personal top 10 favorites. Anytime in the next five, 10, two months, two weeks, get on Royal Street. We'll do a whole podcast about travel and art and books because, oh my gracious, I've been a reading fool lately. I have Picked up one book, read it in matter of days, and put it down, and picked up another one, and it has felt so good. So uh, I'm making myself a mental note to remind you, to remind me <laughs> that we're going to do a podcast in the future on art and travel and books. And we are going to be putting out, remember, we're going to be putting out um, some questions about what you want um, to hear about, uh, reader questions, anonymous or non-anonymous and topics you want to hear on the podcast. I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. Thank you, thank you, thank you for loving me, for supporting me, for having the heart to get what I do and my message. And um, if you can't tell, usually it's, uh, it's, it's in me. It's in my DNA. I'm joyful. It's bubbling over. And I just thank you from the bottom of my heart. I love you.